The promise of America is being squandered. How are we going to restore our nation back to a sensible, citizen-centric government? Welcome to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. Joyce is a businesswoman, not a politician. And she's here to offer pragmatic, possible, and post-partisan solutions for the 21st century. Now, here's your host for Reimagine America, Joyce Cordy. Here in the heart of Silicon Valley, I have no expectation that life will return to normal anytime soon. Major firms in the industry are suggesting to their employees that remote working will be the preferred mode for the balance of calendar 2020. Unlike the fringes of the greater Bay Area, we here in the heart of technology land are still in total phase one shelter at home. The most exciting and rebellious thing I have done as we've entered our 11th week of sheltering today was to walk to my favorite hamburger place with a girlfriend last night. We picked up our takeout order. We brought it home. We sat outside on the balcony and washed our burgers down with a yummy bottle of Clos Lachance Pinot Noir. That today, ladies and gentlemen, is what counts for a night on the town in Silicon Valley. This is the Reimagine America Radio Hour. I'm a businesswoman, not a politician. I solve problems. I don't make them. Now, mind you, she and I are not complaining. It could be worse. We, were both, we are both prepared to do what it takes to avoid, if we possibly can, contracting COVID-19. It doesn't sound like it's a fun experience. And we count ourselves as among the lucky ones. We and our grown children can work remotely. We know where our next month's mortgage payment or rent is coming from. There's more than enough food in our refrigerators and a few bottles of good wine left in the cellar. We worry about the people who are not so fortunate, the so-called essential workers, the people who have to go to work to feed their families and to see to it that we are fed, that we have health care, and that we have public safety. So yes, because we care about other people as well as ourselves, we did wear our masks while we walked to and from the burger lounge. I realize I am just like all my neighbors. We live at warp speed. We want instant gratification. We simply are struggling to figure out how to manage a crisis that takes more than three days to resolve itself and let us get back to our creature comforts. As we enter week 11 here and week whatever number where you are, we're a nation of restless people. We see and we hear myriad messages, both commercials for products or services and public service announcements that tell us repeatedly, we are all in this together. But unlike World War II or to a lesser extent, events like 9-11, we as a people are not hearing the same message. This crisis is playing out across our now toxic cultural 
ethnic and political lines in ways I would never have imagined. All of a sudden, the requirement that a person in an existential crisis, they, that a person wear a mask to enter a store is, becomes an existential threat to our basic freedoms. So existential that one family found it necessary to murder a Walmart security guard whose only offense was to tell one family member that a mask was required to enter the store. This is beyond get a grip, folks. Wearing a mask does not protect you. It protects the people who you may infect if you are an unknowing carrier of the virus. If you are a super spreader or just an infected person who doesn't know yet you're infected. Okay, so wearing a mask isn't about your freedom. It's about your social and personal responsibility. You know, part of being part of a society is not just to enjoy the freedoms it affords you, but it is to accept your responsibility. It is not somebody else's job to do that for you. The Declaration of Independence talks about inalienable rights for all people. The right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. I want you to think about that for just a second. The founding fathers in that enumeration honored life even above liberty and saw both of those as part of our individual and collective pursuit of happiness. Lincoln went even further when he reminded citizens during the 1860 campaign that the Declaration of Independence was not a suicide pact in which it was necessary to surrender life in order to have liberty. Another way to put it is the refrain from the old Janis Joplin song, me and Bobby McGee remain one of my favorite tunes. The line goes, freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Your freedom is not a license to inflict harm on other people. My concern for your safety is as genuine as I would hope yours is for mine. So wear a mask when you go out in public or just stay home you can always order in. COVID-19 is calling the shots for all of us right now. We are in this together, no matter if we want to be or not. Thus, reopening, getting this economy going again, doing it safely is everybody's responsibility. Individually becomes collective. Some of the rest of us would like to put on something other than sneakers and jeans on a Saturday night sometime this summer. And we're prepared to complement that outfit with a fashion statement mask, if that's what it takes to move beyond recovery by restoring our confidence in one another that we can safely reopen our economy and our lives.
Thanks for listening to Reimagine America with Joyce Cordy. You can learn more at reimagineamerica.org. Got a comment or an idea for a future show? Email Joyce at reimagineamerica.org or find her on Twitter at Joyce Cordy or at Reimagine Radio. Take a minute now and go to reimagineamerica.org. Join the forum. We'd love to hear your thoughts. If you love the podcast, donate and tell others. You can invite Joyce to speak at your next meeting or conference through reimagineamerica.org. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast at ricochet.com or c-sweetnetwork.com. That's c-sweetnetwork.com. Together, we really can reimagine America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.